When you're building a culture of belonging, every word counts. That's why Textio brings the world's most advanced language insights into your hiring and employer brand content. Our industry-leading approach to artificial intelligence and machine learning provides the tools needed to find more diverse candidates. In short, Textio builds more equitable workspaces, guiding businesses and writing more inclusive job posts. And we're building on that success by bringing even more products to the market for all people who share our belief that language matters. Words have power. And at Textio, we harness that power to increase the access and availability of value-driven work for everyone. What's going on, Living Corporate? It's Tristan, and I want to thank you for tapping back in with me as I provide some tips and advice for professionals. Today, I want to discuss how you can avoid being labeled overqualified. A common practice in today's job market is job seekers being dismissed from the process due to them being overqualified. Now, what overqualified means varies depending on who you're speaking to, but here's what's happening. Even though we may see all of these increases in job growth and opportunities on the market, not all of them require high levels of expertise. So sometimes we run into a situation where there are tons of highly qualified candidates, but not enough high level roles for all of them. Those people then start applying to more junior positions with requirements below their previous jobs and education levels. This situation is also pretty common for people making a career change because they tend to seek entry-level positions because they are more readily available and easier to get their foot in the door. I've had people ask me, well, what's the problem here? The company gets someone with way more expertise and they get to pay them a lower salary. Unfortunately, it's not that easy. Employers are concerned about hiring overqualified people because they are worried that they will leave as soon as they find a position that better fits their skills. According to the Society for Human Resources Management, it costs an average of $4,125 to hire and onboard a new employee. It takes nearly six to nine months of an employee's salary to replace them. So if that employee makes $60,000, it would cost the employer anywhere from $30,000 to $45,000 to replace them. That's a lot of money to be giving up. There's an incredibly fine line between being perceived as qualified versus overqualified. So let's talk about a few things you can do with your resume to reduce the chances of being labeled overqualified. First, only include relevant work experience on your resume. I know you worked hard to gain your experience, but if a particular part of your experience is not part of the job description, you need to ditch it. The name of the game here is relevance. The other thing you wanna do is to align your job titles. So let's just say you own your own business but you're applying for a sales position. Focus on highlighting your sales experience, quantify your sales results, and change your job title from owner to sales manager. Next, only highlight relevant degrees, training, and certifications. There are quite a few positions that require a bachelor's or master's degree, but if you continued your education and got a PhD, MD, or JD, you might wanna think twice about including them on your resume. Once again, the name of the game here is relevance. Your PhD in history has little relevance if you're applying for an accounting role for an IT company. In fact, it could convince the employer that you're not the right fit for the position. Lastly, tell them why you're the right candidate. People always ask me what to write in their cover letters, and my answer very rarely changes. Cover letters are used to explain why you're interested in the position, what connects you to the company, and to explain anything you couldn't in the resume. 
In this instance, you can make the connections between your experience and the role. You don't want to assume they will make those connections. You need to make those connections for them. You also want to use this space to assure them that you plan to grow with the company and you aren't going to run off to another job quickly. Much of this boils down to an understanding that since your resume is a marketing document, you need to tailor what you are presenting. Too much irrelevant information on your resume not only takes up space, but may give the employer a reason to dismiss you. Not everything you've accomplished, regardless of how great you think it is, needs to be included on your resume. Take the time to understand the skills and experience desired for the role so you can present your skills and experience in the best light. This tip was brought to you by Tristan of Layfield Resume Consulting. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Layfield Resume or connect with me, Tristan Layfield, on LinkedIn. Living Corporate is brought to you by Doximity. Over 90% of graduating medical students join Doximity to use our tools before earning their doctoral degree. As medicine's largest network, there's an elevated level of responsibility to everything we do. We don't take that responsibility lightly and are committed to working towards a more equitable world inside and beyond our virtual office walls. If you want to learn more about Doximity, make sure you go to your app store, type in D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y. That's D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y.